and welcome to episode 400 of the VegGround podcast. My name is Richard and I am trying to grow all our fruit, vegetable and herbs in my allotment and garden. Coming up today, we are celebrating 400 episodes with a competition, so please keep listening for that. But first, we need to find out what I have been up to over this last week with what I call the diary section. It is Saturday the 5th of June 2021. I'm at home in the garden now. I had a day, I, I, um, I've been called out, I'm on call this weekend and got called out. So I've only really managed to find some time in the evening to do any gardening. Now what I've done, this week I've been harvesting a few strawberries from my strawberry plants in the garden. Not a huge amount, but enough just to have the odd strawberry here and there. And it's been delicious. But my outdoor strawberries, which are growing in pots, are starting to look like they are producing strawberries. In fact, they've got little berries growing on them that are just in need of ripening. So underneath those, I've just stuffed a load of straw just to mulch the surface and provide them with containing some moisture and, and what have you. After that, I have then to set up three pots to start my experiment. Now these three pots, in one I've got peat-free compost on its own, in the other peat-free compost and brick dust, and the other peat-free compost and charcoal, biochar, that I bought from Gardener's World last week. Now into these I've planted a tomato, in one in each plant, and then we're going to continue to see how the three compare. Now I've tried to do this as fair as I can. Same compost in each pot, same size pot and the same type tomato. Now that should lead to some pretty good accurate results. Whether it works or not, or I don't know what the difference is going to be I should say, and that's what I really want to find out throughout this year. Now this is a great thing about gardening. I do love being able to experiment with different variations or different ways of trying stuff. And this is one I'm really excited to try. I've heard a lot about biochar and I think that's going to be a real uh, eye-opener for me. Brick dust I'd never heard of, but my listener who suggested it had done quite a bit of research and it's really interesting to see how that will compare. Now this week I haven't been able to get down the allotment at all. Work has been so busy and (laughs) it's left me with not enough time in the evenings to go down to the allotment. Which is annoying. I'm dreading what I'm going to find down there tomorrow when I go down there. But uh, it is what it is, isn't it? This is the joy of trying trying to work as well as have an allotment. It's a lot of work having an allotment. Anyway, let's find out what we get tomorrow. It is Sunday the 6th of June 2021 today. I wanted to get down the allotment pretty early. And I managed it. I did pop down here relatively early, or early for me. I don't like getting on here at the crack of dawn because if I make a noise and I upset the neighbours who may be still sleeping, it's not very fair on them. So I got here about eight o'clock, which I consider to be pretty reasonable time. Now, the first thing I noticed, I haven't been here since Monday, purely because work has been busy. And that has meant the grass has grown and it's grown a lot. 
It's quite a bit of a mess actually. It just goes to tell me that I should have continued coming down during the week. 20 minutes is all it needs. Get, keep on top of the weeds, trim the grass, etc, etc. I didn't do that this week and I paid for it today. So my plans today was to get my sweet corn and my squash plants planted. But I've had to clear away all the weeds, trim all the grass before I could even consider doing that. Which I did. I've streamed down a lot of the grass areas till my battery ran out. I've pulled up a lot of the weeds. Now, one particular area that I pulled up a lot of the weeds in was my potato beds. And this year I've been mulching my potato beds with grass clippings. You may recall a few weeks ago I said my lawnmower broke and I haven't really had the chance to fix it and sure enough it still doesn't work. So what I did, all the little bits of grass that I was picking out, I've laid that on the ground around the potato plants to act as a mulch similar in a way to grass clippings. Now in my mind I'm thinking this is going to work. Grass clippings would probably be better but even as long bits of cooch grass with no roots it should still work because I've used straw before quite successfully and it's basically the same sort of thing. That meant I could build up the layers on my potatoes and they are actually looking pretty good. Potatoes really have grown quite rapidly over the last week and that's that's a good thing to see. After that, I went to my asparagus bed and harvested some asparagus, which again, I've let get a bit too big and a bit too ferny. So I've, some of those are a little bit bad, but you know, I'll still use them. I'll find a use for them. I've cleared away what is too big and what is harvestable and what will follow, we'll have to just try and keep on top of for this next few weeks before the asparagus season is over with. On a note, I've noticed my rhubarb has put up some really large flower stems. Now this is a sign that they're stressed. With the weather this year, I'm not surprised. But what I have to do is just break off the flower stems every time I see them. These have got pretty tall. In fact, the flower stems are almost as tall as me. So I broke those off. They've gone into the compost bins as well. And uh, that should hopefully keep the rhubarb going quite well. And then another sign that I've noticed on my onions, the overwintered onions this is, they've also pot up or started to pot a flower um, stem up, which I've broken off. We're going to eat those. We use those like spring onions so they don't get wasted and they're really, really tasty actually. But it's a sign that the, they are also stressed. Now, overwintered onions do have a habit of doing this. My onions that were planted in the spring haven't bolted at all they're nowhere near as big but they're growing pretty well in considering so yeah i think there's something in this spring and autumn sown onions that i might have to look at in the future in a bit more detail now because the time has gone on and i've got to go off and probably do some work I have not been able to get my sweet corn and my pumpkins in into the beds like I wanted. So I will leave those down here. I'm going to run on home, have some lunch and then head off to work. But that, what that will mean is every night this week I'm going to come down, fully charged battery, more streaming of the lawn, clearing the beds and even get the sweet corn and the pumpkins into place as and when we can. <coughs> 
It is Monday the 7th of June 2021 today. I, I'm back at home now, but earlier today I did pop to the allotment after work. Now, you'd heard me say yesterday that I was a bit disappointed with myself for not catching up or letting things not exactly go to plan last week, what with work being in the way. But uh, yeah, today I... I managed just an hour on the eleven this evening and concentrating pulling out a few more weeds and <laughs> it's made all the difference if I'm honest. Garden or the allotment just looks so much better for it and yeah, I can feel happy again. This means that this week when I go down the allotment I can just concentrate on getting some plants into the ground. Now after that I came home and with all the strawberries we've been collecting from the greenhouse, I had one kilo of strawberries. So, I've prepared to make strawberry jam. I haven't spoke about cooking much lately on a podcast, but it's something I do like to do. And I just thought I'll quickly add this in tonight. So what I've done, I've taken my kilo of strawberries, put them in a bowl, and I've added a kilo of jam sugar. I use jam sugar because it's got added pectin, and that just helps... Something like strawberries that don't have a lot of pectin in helps make them quite a a, a, a solid gel when they um, when you make jam out of them. Anyway, yeah, so uh, I've quickly done that when I've uh, came home. Tomorrow, what I'll end up doing with those strawberries is cooking them up to the jam or a rolling boil, and then I'll put them into sterilised jars. They'll just spend overnight basically with the sugar over them seeping out some of the juices and macerating themselves it's just a way i found to make a good start with strawberries so that's what i've been up to today just a little update to finish off the week what have you been up to in your own allotments and gardens please do let me know and I'm going to wrap up this diary section for now. We're going to have a commercial break and then I'll meet you back in the studio. A few months ago, I launched the VegGrow Podcast Supporters Club. Each month, I send out a gift pack of a collection of seeds to sow each month along with a newsletter. I also produce behind-the-scenes podcasts or videos providing club members with extra content. And we are constantly adding extra features to improve the club. It costs just £5 a month and current members tell me that they have found that the seeds alone are value for money. This also helps me keep the podcast and the website running. And more importantly, it helps me encourage and inspire more people to grow their own food. Now, if that sounds like something you are interested in joining, then head over to thevegroundpodcast.co.uk to find out more. But if you want to support the podcast without becoming a member, we also have merchandise available on the website, including mugs and t-shirts. Or leave a review on your podcast service or share this podcast with others. It all goes a long way to help supporting the VegGround podcast. Before I get into the competition, I just want to go through a few seeds to sow throughout June. What can we sow? Well, straight away, a lot of what I will be sowing this month will be my salad crops, such as lettuce, cut and come again, salad leaves, spring onions, pak choy, radishes, 
basically those summery delicious salad crops very quick to grow very quick turnaround and easy to grow it's also a good chance to sow root crops such as carrots beetroot and turnips they will grow quite happily at this time of year and probably have a good chance of germinating peas and french beans can also be sown this month and actually these will give you a later crop which means you will end up having a a longer season for peas and beans particularly french beans now brassicas are definitely going to be sown this month especially to provide us with winter vegetables including what we might want on the christmas table this includes cabbages cauliflowers kohlrabi kale swedes turnips and late broccoli these are probably one of the most important things to sow if you want to grow all year round i certainly will be growing cabbages and cauliflowers and kohlrabi kale everything i've just listed basically they will be sown and they will provide us right throughout the winter then there's the catch-up crops. If you still need pumpkins, marrows, courgettes, solos right away. There's still time. They will still grow and they will still provide us with those fantastic tasting crops. Finally, Florence fennel. That is traditionally sown after June the 21st. And this is in order to stop the plants from bolting. Added to that, other herbs such as coriander, parsley, basil, chervil and dill they're also worth sowing now before it gets too hot for them to germinate i again i always like to sow lots of herbs and try and make sure that we always have herbs available easy to grow and just so much use in the kitchen now added to that i also have a few tasks to complete this month weeding and watering is certainly top of my list for this month as you would have heard in the diary section it doesn't take long for nature to take over but added to that we're gonna mulch mulch and mulch as much as we can if we have access to any mulches such as compost something i'm struggling with which is why i'm using cardboard so much now birds will be looking to eat many of our fruits and brassicas so make sure nets are in place covering over these crops in order to protect them. I personally have a lot of trouble using netting. I find it gets in the way and then I end up forgetting to weed or because I have to remove the netting to weed it becomes a, another task that delays the things. So what I do instead is actually I use some silver tape and what this does is i've attached it to a cane it flutters by in the wind and it catches the sunlight which pots off birds from eating my crops it certainly has worked for me and i'd highly recommend it for you earth up potatoes as they grow now you can use compost or you could use grass clippings as i've been trying this year or as i've done the other day just using any of the grass i've uprooted straw can also be used if you haven't got any availability to either of these and straw can actually be a very successful way of growing potatoes if they have started to flower then we're going to want to start to feed our tomatoes. Now we want a tomato-based feed for this, which we discussed the other week about this, didn't we? So I won't go into that in too much detail. Beans and peas will need supports to grow up. 
Now I've got to build some of these because my ones are disintegrated and I'm going to be building those this very week if everything goes to plan. And for peas, to be honest, little pea sticks are enough, but even better is a frame with some netting for them to grow up. Beans, however, you can use canes, make them into a wigwam. That works very well, or other ways of just getting canes for beans to grow up. Personally, I am hoping to make up some very large, very useful and reusable uh, frames that they can grow up but we'll discuss that next week strawberries may well start potting out their runners and if they do i will be grabbing those baby plants potting them into a pot so that they can then root themselves into that pot and therefore grow and when i cut them away i have got free plants now the great thing with this is it gives us the chance to expand our strawberry beds but also refresh and replenish our beds so we have plenty of new stock coming in providing us with more strawberries next year what you may also see around some of your fruit trees that they may start losing and dropping some of the immature fruit. Now don't panic if this happens. It's perfectly normal and it actually benefits the crops. It's what is known as the June drop. What a tree will do is it will drop some of the smaller fruits, particularly if it's got a lot of fruit, in order to put more energy into producing bigger and better fruit now we can actually help this by removing a few of the other fruits ourselves and thinning them out in order to make sure we get bigger and better apples pears cherries plums peaches anything like that if you want bigger and better crops then we need to look at thinning the crops now finally asparagus season will soon be over and that's going to be a huge shame we've done really well with asparagus this year we've had some good harvests out of it but the asparagus season particularly in the uk is a very very short season and once it's over with i give it about two more weeks no let me refresh that i'm going to say i'll give it one more week and then we will stop picking our asparagus and what grows after that will just leave in order to grow into some big ferns which then will photosynthesize and put energy into the plants into the roots underground but to help them a good all-round fertilizer will be sprinkled around just to help them over and come the winter we will then chop down the ferns once they've gone dry and died back and that's pretty much all they will need to get through the winter good mulch as well so that is a, a few seeds we can sow throughout june and a few tasks we can do throughout june now if you didn't have a notepaper and pad ready for that don't worry i have added all these lists onto the website at the vegpodcast.co.uk episode 400 now as i said it is episode 400 and i have come such a long way with building these podcasts most podcasts don't get past the first 10 episodes to so to reach 400 is actually a pretty big milestone and something i am incredibly proud of and i've only managed to do it with the help of you guys out there and the fact that you've listened and joined in and and supported me throughout these episodes so i want to thank you for that so to celebrate 400 episodes i'm going to ask you to let me know 
either via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email, anything like that. What has been your favourite moment in the podcast? So what has been the moment that has stuck out the most to you? I just want to know why that's been important to you or what made that stick out for you. Nothing complicated. I don't need essays or anything like that. I'm just really interested to find out what has stuck out in your mind mostly for you throughout these 400 episodes and now if you let me know what i will do is i'll stick your name into a hat all supporter club members their name has already gone into this hat regardless but uh what i will do i will select one winner out of that hat and uh, they will win a mug and a t-shirt from the vegcrowdpodcast.co.uk shop these are embossed with our VegGrow Podcast logo. I wear the t-shirts myself. I also use the mugs myself. I find them to be really good quality. But they, if you win, will be winging your way to you. So please do check it out. Please do get involved and let me know what your favourite or most particular moment has been throughout these 400 episodes. This competition will run until the end of June. So June the 30th will be the last date to let me know your entries. So if you want to take part, you can email me richard at the uk. You can visit the website at the uk. You can leave a voicemail using our voicemail service. Just click on the button use your microphone and it will record and send it straight to us or you can leave a comment on the bottom of the blog post for this episode alternatively you can find me on social media where you can tweet me message me anything like that just uh, find me on social media i'm on twitter instagram facebook youtube etc etc well that is it for this week thank you so much for joining me we will be back again next week with another podcast so until then please take care